From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. real special guest in studio tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, he is with the UFC, and of course the UFC returns to Calgary July the 28th. Scotiabank Saddledome at UFC Fight Night, and of course it's going to be on Fox as well. He is going to be in the co-main event. Eddie Alvarez joins us tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Hey Eddie, how you doing? Welcome to Calgary. Excellent. That yeah. will be main event. <laughs> the main, the not the co-main main, event. The main event. You are the event. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let me let me put this on you because the last time we had the UFC here, unfortunately, there was no main event because it was a hate to say it, it was a little bit of a disaster. Yeah. And and, and even Dana said he said, hey, we owe Calgary one, so this better be a good main event, right? I, I understand that. I heard that story. I was not part of it. No. Uh, fortunately, I wasn't part of it, mm-hmm. and and nor have I ever been part of anything of that kind of disaster if if my fight was on that card single-handedly the, the fans would have been pleased so <laughs> i'm promising them fireworks i'm promising them violence and something very high paced so. well and fans want to hear that because you know hey they, they get it they understand what the sport is all about and i understand there's a little bit about a little bit of bad blood between yourself and dustin yeah well look we have unfinished business he has his, his thoughts and beliefs i have my thoughts and beliefs and what better way to settle in an octagon so um <laughs> It'll all be figured out. The truth will come out on July 28th, and uh, the fans of Calgary will be there to see it. Okay, so maybe for you know the people that don't follow the UFC that closely, what happened last year in that fight? Because it was a no contest. Uh, so me and Dustin, we, we fought, and then in, I believe it was the second round. Um, I caught him with a left hook in the middle of a flurry. I hurt him a little bit. I hurt him a little bit, and I was in the middle of going for a finish. I need him two two times legally, and then I need him third time in the head that was illegal. Okay. Um, definitely unintentional. Um, I was hitting him when he was kind of what I thought on his way down. I was halfway knocked out, so I was just in there fighting like a dog, fighting to survive. And um, in my eyes, I, I came out on top, and, and I won the fight. And um, he didn't continue, so um, right. th- 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 that's that. Yeah, so do you feel a little bit of remorse because you hit him illegally or no? I don't feel remorse about anything I ever do inside of a cage. Um, they have referees. They have judges for a reason. I'm a fighter literally fighting for my life. There's a reason. There's a referee in there. They they make the rules. They call the calls, and um, that's what they're there for. That's not my job. My mm-hmm. job is to fight and survive, so... That's simply what I was doing. Eddie Alvarez, he's going to be uh, fighting here in Calgary, UFC. It is UFC Fight Night at the Scotiabank Saddledome on July the 28th. Now, uh, just looking at your bio quickly, uh, the Underground King. That's one of your nicknames, one of your many nicknames I get. Uh, what's the story behind that one? Um, I, I didn't come directly to the UFC. I fought everywhere in the world besides the UFC before I entered so I became champion of almost every organization outside of the UFC. So I'm... Um, the underground and the fans began, you know, that was a, a, a name of mine before I entered the UFC was okay. I was basically the underground king, the, the diamond in the dirt who hasn't <laughs> been found. So um, it was important to come to the UFC and win the world title and show the fans that, that I've always been the best light in the world and I always will be. How was that journey for you? Because when you're fighting in these smaller events, trying to make it to the pinnacle, was that tough on you? 
It wasn't. It was important to be honest with myself, um, to, to try to get a hold of and fight the best guys in the world that I was able to. You know, a lot of guys fight in the UFC, but there's also a lot of very good fighters outside. So um, I did that. I tried to get my hands on the best, most most popular and most uh, the, the most dominant champions there was outside. And then I was at a point in my career where it was time to go to the UFC and show the fans that, I, that I've always been champion. I've always been the best in the world. And I knew it in my heart, but I think it was important to let that manifest for people and let them see it. Uh, once and for all, mm-hmm. uh, rank number three in the world right now. What would uh, what would a win against uh, you know Dustin Poirier mean to Eddie Alvarez? Um, it's it's a shot at my world title back. Um, I've done it before. I've lost world titles. I've mm-hmm. won them back, and uh, it's important for me to do it again. Uh, I think it's important to win. It's also important to lose, and then it's an it's important to see how you deal with them losses. So. I'm going to bounce back. I'm going to deal with this adversity that I've dealt with in the past you know, year or so where, where I lost my world title. And I'm going to bounce back like a true champion and then show people what it's like to persevere. Have you been guaranteed a title shot if you win this? I'm going to guarantee myself a title <laughs> shot. It's a self-proclaimed guarantee for a title shot. Yeah, well, if, you know if what? there is one. That, that, I, think that's, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's fair. You know, you're, you're obviously full of confidence yeah. and, and confidence in your abilities. What makes you a great UFC fighter? Uh, I just think it, I, I'm I'm okay with uh, with being beaten. I'm okay with winning. Winning. I'm co- I'm okay with it all. I truly love to fight. I don't need to win to be happy. I don't need to, you know, when I lose, I'm not considerably unhappy. I um, I just love the fight. I enjoy it. It gets me. It makes me feel like I'm alive. I think uh, I never chose fighting. I feel like fighting. I've been chosen to be a fighter, mm-hmm. and um. You know, I, I'm just passionate about it. I love it. How do you get into the fight game? If you are, if you grew up in North Philadelphia, there isn't there isn't 50 <laughs> options to to grab after. You're either good at fighting or you're good at selling drugs. I chose to be good at fighting. <laughs> good, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> but um, yeah, not not a ton of options. And um, in, in where I grew up, uh, fighting was the thing. We didn't. It wasn't stickball. It wasn't hockey. It wasn't baseball. It was um, it was fighting. Right. Did, did you, you know, grow up idolizing, you know, like Sylvester Stallone? Are you like a Rocky story? Uh, Rocky inspired everyone, not just Philadelphians. Rocky yeah. inspired every, you know, young person who, who had aspirations of fighting. But uh, just, uh, you know, the Bruce Lees, the the Rockies, all, all them stories were fun stories and, like, <laughs> kind of created that image, you know, of being a champion and what it takes to be a champion, what it takes to win and lose, them, them things. We always love our moms. And what did, I, I apologize. I don't even know. Is your mom still alive? Is she still yeah, with us? Yeah, yeah. What does she think of you fighting? Uh, it's uh, um, I think she's grown. She's grown accustomed to it. I kind of forced her to force fed it to her. So um, she she uh, she don't have much of a choice. You know, this is what I'm gonna do. So, <laughs> Does she come to your fights? Uh, she uh, when she can get there. When when they're okay. local, she'll make it. But otherwise, no, not so much. But um, at first there was resistance. But you know now. Now she knows. She knows I'm passionate about it. So D- don't take this the wrong way, because I don't want you coming over the table and and, and beating me up here. But uh, you know, you're a pretty soft-spoken guy. I, yeah. I know in the ring you're not. Yeah. You're different. You know, and everybody thinks UFC. They think of you know, con- you know, m- 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 you know, uh, Connor obviously from that standpoint. And uh, you know, but you, you don't throw down the trash. Uh, when it needs to be done, when I feel it's necessary. But everything has its time and place. Okay. You know? Um. 
no need for me to be upset and angry right now. I'm in a, I'm in a studio <laughs> talking on a radio <laughs> about myself. So this is a good place. But everything has its time and place. When it's time to fight, I'm very much focused. I know how to turn it on and switch it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be in the moment then. And right now I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a fun moment here in the radio. I like that. I you. like that. Eddie Alvarez, <laughs> a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Of course, he's going to be fighting a Saturday, July the 28th, Scotiabank Saddledome as the UFC is back in Calgary. So, so take us through uh, the next couple of months. Uh, you know, what's your training regimen? How do you prepare for a fight? Uh, when will you arrive in Calgary? Uh, what's going to happen? Um, the next two months is it's like kind of kind of uh, enlisting myself in a form of slavery. So, um, I, nothing much else will be po- focused on other than putting myself through a bit of suffering two or three times a day for the next two months, getting down the weight, um, get my mind, my mind, my body, my heart focused and getting ready to go in there and fight. Um, so it'll be a, a small form of slavery where not nothing else mm-hmm. needs to exist. Uh, I don't I don't spend a bunch of time with my wife and kids at this point. It's just that uh, I link up with my coaches, link up with my team, mm-hmm. and continue to um, talk about the game plan and, and visualize and focus on it. And that's that's really it for the next eight to nine weeks or so. And then uh, then we go in there sharp, ready to execute. I'm curious because uh, Saturday is National Fitness Day. And, you know, h- how many hours a day do you spend in the gym? And, and what's, your, what's your typical diet like training for a fight? Uh, I could I I couldn't count as far as hours, you know. I'm I I'm I'm there in the morning. I come home. I eat. I rest. I go back again at night, and sometimes we have training sessions in between. So it all depends on the day. It depends on how my body feels. But uh, this is an extreme sport, and for extreme sport, there's uh, extreme measures. So I put myself through that, and uh, not just physically, but mentally. I put myself through things that. Um, that m- most people would never dream of, mm-hmm. and it's important because when I go in the cage, having that feeling, that that godlike feeling of being invincible, is important, mm-hmm. and and you don't get there without suffering. Well, what we've seen in this sport, and I, and I think it w- it's what affected the last time the UFC was here. You know, you just don't know because you could get hurt in a in a sparring, you know, incident tomorrow, and and you and you might be taken off the card. So h- how do you how do you weigh that balance? Trying to stay healthy enough for this fight, making sure you're in tip-top shape for this fight. I don't. I, you know, in life in general, everything's uncertain. Are we? Are we really certain of anything? Probably we not. We, eh? yeah. Well, we damn sure ain't gonna be certain of a fist fight. So, um, it's all very uncertain. I can do my back and put my best foot forward, feed myself the best stuff, and 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 stick to my training regimen and de- be disciplined. But at before I step in that cage, I. I, I look up at the sky and I say, thy will be done. Um, <laughs> this is no longer in my hands. If if it's fit for me to go in here and do what I'm going to do, then your will is done and, and it's out of my hands now. So I just I go out there and let them fly. And uh, I have become comfortable with uncertainty. Yeah, well, good for you. <laughs> you know, Eddie, and it's interesting because I can look at a lot of different sports. You can look at hockey. You can look at football. You know, you can say, you know, the lifespan of a pro athlete is very, very short. You're 34. You're, you're not exactly young. Mm-hmm. You're not old. But I, I don't know. When is the when is the prime as, as a UFC fighter? Is there a prime? Uh, you, I'm kind of in it. Usually a 30 is a fighter's prime okay. because uh, fighting is not so much a physical thing like like football and things of this sort. It's very psychological, right? Uh, about confidence and belief, and it takes it takes you uh, into your thirties to become that. I think younger younger kids may have it physically 
strong, fast, and have all the physical attributes. But until your mind catches up to your body, you won't truly peak. And I think I'm in that now. I'm in that now where my body, my mind is caught up to my my physical athletic body. Right. And um, not only do I can I perform my body at a high level, but my mind as well. So I think I'm right there and I'm just getting warmed up. And I guess the other thing is it's a lot of experience, right? It's you got to be smarter. And the yeah. smarter you get at this sport, probably the better you get at this sport. It's a double-edged sword. Is Some it? people say experience is, uh, experience is very important, but I think it's a double-edged sword. With, with a ton of experience comes a ton of thought about your experiences, and you can't think inside of a cage. Um, you need to react, and you need to be instinctual. So um, the older I get, the more I try to get rid of thought because I have a lot of thought, a lot of experience, the more I'm trying to get rid of it and go back to my instinctual self and uh, kind of play that balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you consider yourself more of a striker? Do you consider yourself more of a, a grappler? You know, what, what, what's your strong moves in the, in the um, my, I can do it all as my real strong suit is that I'm okay. good everywhere. I'm not, not weak anywhere. I'm strong everywhere. But uh, I think my strength in general, I'm a lot stronger than most lightweights. Everybody I come up against has said that. My training partners, my coaches, everyone. And... Um, when I hit people, I do damage. When I when I swing and I punch, there's serious damage inflicted. So, mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a good attribute of mine. That whether I trained it or not, I'm always going to have it. What, what are you carrying right now? About 155 pounds? What? Uh, no, what, what, I what wish. You I'm about 185 right now. Well, you 185? Now. Yeah, yeah. It's all muscle. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. Yeah. Well, what do you bench? Uh, I haven't benched in a while. I okay. used to do bench competitions, okay. and I when I did, I did about I. I think I did 320 was the most I 320. ever did. 320? Yeah. That's solid. And I weighed 165 at the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I love chatting with you, and this has been very informative for me, because I must admit, I'm I'm a fringe UFC guy, and I, I'll tell you the story, because I, I went to the first UFC fight here in Calgary. I wanted to become a fan because it was hip, it was cool, and, and I was disappointed. So I do want to go back, and I, I, I do want to get involved again, because you know I think a lot of Calgarians are probably like that as well. Well, if, they, if they're like you, I implore them to do one thing. Go on YouTube. Type my name in. I don't care what fight it is, whether I won or lost. Type mm-hmm. my name in and okay. watch it. Watch two or three fights. If you don't come to the main event on July 28th after that, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um, win or lose, right. you're going to see something incredible. Well, and, and that's that's important because I think, uh, you know, hey, uh, UFC, there's a lot of UFC fans in the city, as you've probably been told. And, yeah. and you know, this is a pretty good market for the UFC. And I'm glad it's coming back. And, I, and, and I'm glad you're, you're part of the, uh, the main event. Well, what about the rest of the card? Can you quickly give me an overview? Uh, you know, I know you're focused on your fight, but uh, you know the names better than I do. Will yeah, this be so good... you, got, you got Jose Aldo and Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, Jose was supposed to be here in Calgary last time. Incredible. Uh, Jose was a champion undefeated for 10 years. You got Jeremy Stevens. Stevens, who's been in a fight game for God knows how long, but that guy, like myself, never enters the cage and doesn't freaking put on a show. So um, crazy, crazy fight that in itself. Like I thought my matchup was good. We're kind of, you know, we're we're, we're definitely going to have some big shoes to fill as that. And uh, then you got Joanna, Joanna, um, former champion as yeah. well. I can't pronounce she, her last name either. Young, young J-Chick. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. I gave him my best shot. But uh, she's fighting as well. Um, it's, 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 I mean, so far it's shaping up to be yeah, incredible. Yeah. And, um, you know, any one of them three could questionably be a main event. So. Yeah. 
I'm excited. Hey, good stuff. Uh, hopefully you get to uh, enjoy a little bit of our city, and uh, uh, maybe not uh, this time around, but uh, certainly when you come in in July as well. So, Eddie, uh, thanks so much for, for dropping by. Really appreciate your time, and uh, I'm not going to wish you good luck because I don't think you need good luck. I think you're just going to kick some butt. Yeah, thank you, man. And, to, and the fans, please, do not think about what happened seven years ago. They brought me out to Calgary for a reason. They're, they're bringing out their, their, their biggest and best guns, and, I, and I'm here to give you guys a show. So, please, come on out. Fantastic stuff. Eddie Alvarez in studio here on Sports Talk with Jock. All right, we've got to take a break. We'll update the hockey game when we come back. This is 770 CHQR.